So it's something like, uh, they're the best, worst friends. Best, worst friends. Best, worst friends. With Doug and Tim. Can you hear that? Not now. Now. Now? Not now. Now. Okay, so we won't do that. It will be fine. Right. Yeah, we won't just stick the microphone directly between the... Oh, good, you moved it, so you now have to hit it back on. And if you just hit the on buttons, we don't freeze to death. Like characters in The Shining uh, halfway through. Or, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, fuck around with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're good. Do whatever the fuck you want. You know what? You're right. I guess I won't eat this jerky. I guess we'll just... <laughs> no, you uh, can eat it. It's fine. Guys, welcome back to another episode. I don't have to wear these the whole time, for sure. Guys, yeah, welcome back to, to another more episode of the podcast, Best Worst Friends. That's the podcast. I'm not, I'm not totally married to that name. You're not totally married to the name? No. we can. Is this episode three? Yeah, we can come up with a new name later if What's we want. What's the new name? I don't know. What do you want the name to be? Tim's podcast featuring Doug. Tim's podcast featuring <laughs> Doug. I don't really feel too good about that name, <laughs> Tim, if I'm being completely honest. I don't think it is catchy. I don't think it has a, any ring to it. All right, what, what do you think? You go. <laughs> Tim, you are a broken man. Tim worked out for the first time in, what, 30 years today? Yeah, no, and it was bad. It was not good. Dude, yeah. I, had, I had such a fucking fat boy moment at the start of that when I, like, stormed off. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> dude that was just seeing f- you do a squat. With like, uh, cause we're like me and Jason were doing legs today, so we're like we're warming up with the empty bars. So we like did our like <laughs> warm up set. Oh my god! And then we're like, all right, Tim, now your turn. And Tim gets under the bar. Tim lifts up the bar, goes maybe like six inches down. Is like, no, I can't do this. And then walked away. Yeah, no, and that, that was the extent did of my Tim own squatting. thing for like an hour and a half. Yeah, I went and did my own more reasonable squats, but it was like it was such like a visceral, like. <laughs> fat kid thing yeah i've been trying to think the best thing i can compare it to is you ever like <laughs> like let's say you're like going on a hike uh-huh. with a bunch of kids and you're just a little dough ball <laughs> and then you're like done hiking yeah you're just like i'm winded my thighs are red mm-hmm. i'm not making it further mm-hmm. but you don't want to slow everyone else down yeah on their hike so you're like no nah, i'm just gonna stay here and play with rocks I prefer the rocks. You guys go ahead. And yeah. You guys go have fun without me. I actually like it here by myself better. I get that, but that is also the mentality that'll keep you from ever being able to complete the hike. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if every time it gets hard, you you bow out, then you're never going to be able to complete a hike. But if you were to just push through it one one time when it's like shitty, then you're like, "Oh, I can actually do this." Yeah, but also I was working out with you two, who you guys are like monsters. We're not really monsters. Dude, when I got in there, th- this is like, this is when I knew that I was in trouble. Is <laughs> <laughs> when I walked in and you two were like, you didn't say anything. You just walked over to the like warm-up mats, got yeah, them out. Because we're just used to it. You guys were like synchronized swimmers. Yeah. You got them out. You guys kneeled down, turned on... <laughs> the timer and then planked and then this one i knew that i was like this is probably not gonna fit in was when the timer went off and you guys in unison moved from a regular plank to a side plank <laughs> like to get completely together in uh-huh. rhythm and i was like oh, i'm probably not gonna fit in with these two guys i think these guys probably have it down yeah but like imagine if you're uh like you said synchronized swimmer and you join the team late and uh you know but you want to you want to take part in it or are you just gonna be like i i'll just paddle around here in this other end but i'm on the team or are you gonna be like okay i'll look silly for a little while learn the reps or it could be like hey i'm gonna go learn the moves on my own and then come back here and not embarrass myself yes but the the key uh question there is are you going to learn the moves on your own or are you going to use this idea of i have to learn how to do it on my own before I can go back into public as a reason to not go back into public to oh, do it. I'm never working out with you again. We're, <laughs> Why not? We are done Why not? in terms of that. Oh, That's not going to happen. You are what? so far ahead of me. Yeah, it's but, not going to happen. But think of like... You and Jason are like, all right, we're going <laughs> to... 
All right, so you We're take, not that you, strong. You take, Anyone listening to this, by the way, you're stronger than me and Jason. Maybe not Jason. What are you talking but. about? Are you talking to your girlfriend or are you talking to my dad? <laughs> Which one of these two people is is also never, benching 400 never, pounds? We're not benching 400 pounds. Don't put lies out in the world like that. But didn't you bench 400 the other day? Fuck off. No, I've never benched 400 pounds. That's you squat insane. 400? No, I've deadlifted over 400. Yeah. I've squatted like 350. But You guys never. are like strapping Honda Civics to your back. and I would love to. And doing like Romanian squats. <laughs> and and I'm over there like like the amount of time that it would take to take the plates off for my reps is no, a nightmare. No, you don't. It's horrific. It's the sound it's of not. them all coming off. What's because you used to squat back in the day? Of all the movements, if you had to like the big three, squat, bench, deadlift, you definitely squatted the most, right? No. Didn't you say you used to like squat in university? Didn't you go through like a big butt boy uh, phase? I was not a butt You're boy. You're a butt boy. No, I like I squatted juicy, in university. You were a juicy I boy never, for a little bit. I never went that high because the fourth time I ever tried squatting, I destroyed my knee. What was the highest? When you say not too high, what would what'd you go to? I never hit two plates. Okay. I can work with that. So, no. You know what? Like the preferred way I like doing... Uh, legs anyways is like doing like a like a lot of endurance training like when me and jason used to work out in when our only option was shed gym when the gyms were like fully shut down yeah. so like me and jason were working out i don't know if i've talked about this yeah, you guys podcast, were working out like, like rich homeless guys yeah <laughs> like in a shed in jason's backyard not heated in january we wore gloves because our hands would freeze to the bar but we got tied to build us a squat rack out of wood and we would do like I don't know, like probably like 200 pounds. We would do like six to 12 reps, whatever we were doing that time. And then in between the sets, we would go do like a wall sit for 30 seconds and then come back and do a drop set. So like you'd take like 25 pounds off each side, do like six to 12 more reps. Then go out, do another wall sit, come in, take off weight, six to 12 more reps, go do a wall sit and then come back in and grab a band and just like stand in the band and then do like a bunch of body weight squats. You know that part of the Simpsons where like Lisa goes into that rival girl's house and her dad just like throws out mnemonic devices at her. <laughs> That's how I feel right now okay. when you're describing that. All right. Where it's just like, no, I don't want to do that because I'm not mentally ill. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's I'm, fair. I'm not like, I'm not sitting there like, you know, every mo- home's a mobile home if you're strong enough. I'm going to lift Shed Gym to the, <laughs> to the fucking lake and then work out there. Yeah. You, you guys are monsters. Yeah, I think. So yeah, no, yeah. we're never we're never working out together again. That's straight up but not going to happen. Do you remember Trim Thickelson? You were looking good there for a bit, man. You got you got some size to you for a bit there. Yeah, we were doing good, dude. Also, like we might have been a bit more. We were a bit more evenly matched, like way closer before, like pre-pandemic for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. And then I just went crazy because all I had was yeah, weights. because there was no stand up, and you and yeah. Jason just went in. Yeah, yeah. So well, just think about like how much better you are than me at like writing, like uh, you know, like sending me like a sketch. That's probably how out of your element you feel when you're working out with me. The thing is, it would have like if I was working, if I had stayed, one, I would have been miserable, and two, it would have taken like one chirp from you guys you're gonna be like i'm <laughs> done with this i'm going to london <laughs> i'm not gonna stay for the podcast <laughs> fuck both of you <laughs> i would have been so vulnerable so when when jason at the end was like oh you really really talk yourself out with that bar or something like that you were like if that would have happened earlier you would have just left yeah, like if that if that had happened as we were like opening the door to the gym, I would have done would have been like Abe Simpson going into the burlesque house. Just would have turned around and left right Put back your out. Hat back on. Yeah, exactly. Away. Be like, no, I'll just never see them again. That's fine. I'll throw that friendship away. And yeah, we weren't that close. And then also Jason. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But I think that's. <coughs> That's like the the hard part you have to realize about anything new you want to get good at is that 
the worst part about that is you have to be bad at it for a little while. Yeah, but, but the you don't bad have to be at bad at it with people who are good at it. What was stand up then when you when you were trying it out at first? I was you know? in London, Ontario, surrounded by people who were bad at it. <laughs> but there was a couple good people. Yeah. Do you think you would have continued with stand up if it was like, you know, the only people, the only people doing it were like really good at it, and were like five years in, and then there was also you. I think so, yeah, because I find that shit inspiring. I find it, I think All we're right, stand di- up's I th- different. I think, I don't know, man, because I think we're different in the sense that if I'm doing something with someone who's way better than me, I'm like stoked because I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to drag you down, but you're going to pull me up. You know what I mean? Like, well, I might slow, like if I'm working out, if I got to choose my workout partner, I love Jason. He's one of my best friends. He's one of my best worst friends. Yeah. The name of the podcast. But like, if someone's like, do you want to work out with Jason regularly or you can work out with this guy who bench presses 400 pounds, deadlifts 600 pounds and squats 600 pounds, I would be like, for sure I want to work out with that guy because he's going to make me better, you know? Yeah. That's what I want. Like So like in terms well, the of stand Once you know how to do it, then yeah, that helps. No, dude, even at the start, like the other day we were like deadlifting and then some guy came up to us. Actually, the guy like we saw on the way yeah. walking in, he looks like a two-thirds replica of Superman. Yeah. He's fucking jacked, like mm-hmm. a little dude. And uh, he came out to us. He's like, ah, oh, dude, you guys are like going to roast your lower back. You got to like have chest up when you do this. And he's explaining all this stuff. He's explaining like benching to us and stuff. Like, I love this because I, I hate the idea well, of yeah, like because being in the gym, years like in. spinning my tires. You're four years in. Yeah, but like I would have loved that sooner. You, you know what I mean? You know all this stuff already. So yeah, like but, you have the basics down. Yeah, but I I so know I don't know the I don't know the basics. I can't do I can't do squats outside of a Smith machine because I'll just fall backwards. Yeah, but like, like how, I need to do it with five pound plates under my feet. Yeah, in order then, to not fall down. Then do that. <laughs> no, I'm not Why gonna not? walk in to like you and Jason, you know, with your weight belts, and you guys <laughs> are like. Hey, do you guys have extra weights over there? We used all the weights on ours. Can we have some of yours? <laughs> and mm. then I walk in and I'm like all wobbly with like the bar. How is that helping anyone? It's helping you. It's not helping me. I think it is. There's no benefit to me doing it with you if do I'm you? that far below you guys. I I disagree. It's like, you know, like running with someone who's a lot faster than you is helpful if they're like a little bit faster than you. Because then you see them up there and you push yourself harder than you normally would. Mm-hmm. If they're just lapping you and they're just like, I can't even see them and then they're behind me and then they're gone. That's not making you, you're not pushing yourself any further when they're that far ahead but of I you. But I see, I think, I think that might just be a person to person thing. Because to me, I would find that very inspiring because I am a person who's fueled by shame and like... <laughs> failure yeah you know what i mean like i Me love too, taking in a private no nah, man i love taking a new bit on stage and it fucking completely flops and i feel like shit and then i have to like yeah you can't compare this to comedy it. though i think you can compare it to comedy no because i could it's all about getting your reps in you know <laughs> yeah except in comedy you need the audience to do it I don't need you and Jason to get better at bench press. Yeah, or but squatting. we're not your we're not your audience. We're just your fellow weightlifters. Yeah, yeah, you're just the people waiting for me. No, but like the thing is, the the heavier you lift, you have to wait in between sets, anyways. Like this idea that you're slowing someone down because they have to like change plates because like the second you finish, we have to start. It's like no, nah, man. If you're like lifting and you're actually like, putting effort into it, you should be like taking like two to three minutes in between sets anyways you know Dude. if i'd stayed with you guys i would have been would have been a nightmare yeah you know what it it would have been a nightmare but i think you would have went home with like man i fucking really gotta like work on this shit i like you don't think I i'm going really home gotta, with that now no <laughs> i think I'm you're going home with now. i think you're gonna go home with now like i just i'm just, i can't do this shit i'm just not gonna do this shit i think that's the attitude you go home with now well, that's the attitude I have with every aspect of my life all the time. <laughs> it's, it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. Not good. <laughs> I 
that's my bombing uh that's what i sound like when i start bombing and i hate that i do it in case i haven't talked about that on uh on this podcast yeah, yeah. if you ever see doug live and he delivers a punchline and then pauses for a second and goes okay cool it's because yeah. he's not doing good yeah on the inside i'm not doing good on the inside yeah. and i'm not having a good time and i i love comics who have a tell if they're not having fun like one of my favorite things about seeing jason allen on stage if you guys get to see jason perform is uh he always gives the audience a review about how he felt about them right at the end and it's almost like if the crowd sucks it's like his way to give them like a bit of a jab to like let them know that he hates them on the way out like he'll just be like uh it was a great show he's like you guys you got them in great i'm jason allen and like leaves but like if if they sucked he's like you guys you guys would just been okay i'm jason allen then leaves (laughs) I love that every time. Yeah, and then yours is okay, cool, and mine is uh, that's fine. <laughs> if I have a joke yeah. that doesn't work, I'll be like, that's fine. Or so. mine for a little bit used to be sick, a <laughs> <laughs> bomb, something bomb, silent, sick, <laughs> <laughs> tight. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck. Don't check your phone. No, I'm checking my phone. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you checking your phone? To talk with Tim about. Oh. <laughs> I got one more workout thing. Actually, two more workout things I wanted to mention. Uh, that other time we worked out in the gym, I literally think about this all the time. And it still makes me laugh. Me and Tim were doing bench press one time. And uh, he's going and he's like, it was like good. It was like really controlled. Like you had a nice like controlled like slow pace. But I like wanted you to like be angry about it and like push it harder. So I was just like, blast it blasted tim and as he's like pushing it so slowly <laughs> up he's just like i am blasting <laughs> dude i fucking die all the time <laughs> just like someone moving something like a turtle just like i am blasting oh fuck man see that's the thing is like i think a lot of people look at the gym as like this fucking awful thing where you go hurt yourself and all this but like man i've had so many fun fucking times in the gym of like fucking around or like my buddy nick came down and me and jason and nick were at the gym and this was during like the uh the olympics like while the olympics were going on so we like you know how that one part has like that big obstacle course at the back with all these like weird pull-up handles like with like cones and balls and shit we were just trying different pull-ups like none of us could do them except for nick's he's jagged but uh we we're trying a bunch of different handles and we just kept yelling Tokyo 2020 like every time we, we did something and it was just so much fun. And just like every, like me and Nick will talk about it and he'll just be like, yeah, I just keep looking back on it and laughing. Just imagine all these other people looking at us just being like Tokyo 2020, just like these adults, the adult men just yelling. Just, Man, you think anyone there thought you were prepping for the Olympics? I don't think one person <laughs> looked at it. Maybe Nick. Maybe Nick could be like a, he might be like a gymnast or something. I don't know. But yeah. like the other than that, I don't think any of us look anything <laughs> could be like. A, could be a coxswain. Coxswain? Yeah. What's that? They're the guys who sit in the boats and yell stroke at the jack dudes. <laughs> Do they get a medal? <laughs> yeah. That's not fair. Dude, those those Olympic pictures are so funny of the rowing teams getting their medals. Cause it's like four, <laughs> it's this little tiny dude just flanked on either side by four of the jackedest men you've ever seen. <laughs> And like it's like he's their boss. Oh man, <laughs> some Olympic sport. I you know what Olympic sport I think I do well at the speed walking. Why do you think you do well at? Because I used to, as a joke, do like this speed walking things. It made my friends laugh, and I got pretty good at it. And I could go really fast. <laughs> <laughs> and this was in my big boy days. So like, <laughs> Imagine maybe you now. Yeah, taking off that weighted vest. I was that hundred and fifty pound weighted vest I had for years. You just need to figure out what you can do. To like revolutionize speed walking, you know? Yeah. Like, um, I want to be the Usain Bolt of uh, speed walking. Just figure out, like, just blasting times. Is, is there a rule in there that you can't be on all fours? Because if not, that might change the game up. They should add galloping to the Olympics. Like, let's just make the Olympics fun. Quidditch. Quidditch. <laughs> Olympic would be Quidditch. sick. Dude, they keep taking fun stuff out of the Olympics. Like, what? They took all weightlifting out. Weightlifting, what? But I kind of understand that because of like steroids, obviously. Because yeah, also um, <laughs> for ninety nine percent of the world, that's not the fun stuff. The fun stuff is like that's fair. Skateboarding. I realized that uh, they did add in a lot of fun stuff. Yeah, they added in fun stuff and took out BMX. watching guys pick up a thing. Have I ever told you, or and did out. I ever send you the video of? Uh, 
it was like the skateboarding vert contest from last year. There's like nine athletes competing. And then day of Tony Hawk shows up last year. So he's like 50 or something, yeah. 52. And he's just like, hey, can I compete? And they're like, yeah, you're Tony Hawk. You can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> you just want the gold medal. You just go home. Yeah. So he just shows up. So it's like literally Tony Hawk and then a bunch of kids. And like when I say a bunch of kids, there's like, you know, teenagers. But there's also this one kid who's literally fucking like 11. Yeah. In this contest with Tony Hawk. So like they'll hit a good trick and then Tony Hawk would come over and be like, oh, good stuff. And they'd be like, pound it. And then you saw them with like the stupidest like grin on their face <laughs> afterwards. And like, dude, just like the level everyone performed at because Tony Hawk was there was like insane. And um, there's two commentators. There was one who knew he w- what he was doing and then a new guy, obviously. Yeah. And the new guy like kept singing along to the music that was playing in the stadium and like just had random weird tangents like there's one guy doing like a crazy trick and the the guy who was bad at at uh fucking commentating was just like uh yeah man i've been going through some real dark times lately <laughs> <laughs> it's like the guy's doing like a bunch of flips and the, the guy's like all right and we just saw a 540 varial zoom by fucking whatever but um the guy who won was the little kid who Maybe he was like eight or nine. I think he was even younger. I don't even know if he was double digits. But he was trying to over-rotate the nine. Like he was trying to do a 1080 instead of a 900, which is like Tony Hawk's big trick. Mm. And the way the contest works is just a half an hour clock that goes through and everybody gets as many runs as they can fit in. Okay. So you usually get like, say if like the first person in the order gets their seventh run in, then everybody will get their seventh run, Mm. right? So this kid had tried the 180 six times. It was the seventh run. It was the last run. He could possibly do 1080. Yeah. He fucking pulls it up. Usually people will like get a score on the board. This kid had no scores on the board because he kept messing up, but he fucking nails it, gets up to the top and fucking just starts crying. And Tony Hawk's over there like hugging. I was like, dude, this is the fucking coolest sport moment I've ever fucking seen. Plus, this commentator is hilarious because he doesn't know (laughs) what he's doing. But like this. I can't find a good recipe for banana bread. (laughs) Like this would be like in the Stanley Cup finals if like. Wayne Gretzky showed up still in shape. I was yeah. like, you guys mind if I play? They're <laughs> like, yeah, us two us two teams versus you. We'll <laughs> see how it goes. Yeah, except, you know, he'd be like, can I play? And he'd be like, yeah, but we're actually trying to win, so can you, like, not play a lot? Because <laughs> you're 55. <laughs> Do, like, a couple shifts. One of my favorite, Tony Hawk has such a great relationship with fame. Like, yeah. He'll run down, like, he'll be driving down the street, see some kids skateboarding, and whoever's skateboarding, he'll just yell out, like, open his car window and be like, do a kickflip. <laughs> and if they'll do it, he'll come out and give them merch, and then he'll just drive away. That's sick. Uh, one of those, like, YouTube guys I love, uh, his name is Mike Boyd. He, like, tries to learn skills as fast as possible. Yeah. He's, like, a Scottish guy. Uh, one of his first videos, he learned a kickflip. And I think it took him, like, five hours or something like that. Because he'll only do, like, an hour a day. Yeah. Put over a week, right? So you, like, actually get good good practice in there and he did it and then tony hawk saw and like made a challenge video for him like hey i saw you do a kickflip uh if you do a heel flip i'll send you a signed deck that you can like auction off for like some charity thing he was doing that's wild so the guy had to learn how to do a heel flip which is like way harder yeah and then he did it and then tony hawk sent him the board good for him yeah it's fucking rad man it's a really sick if anybody listening to this wants to see like someone learning stuff and like you just because you just get to see someone fail at first like so much like he tries to learn how to ride a unicycle there's like a backwards bike so it's like a bike that someone put some mechanism in the stem of it so like when you turn the handlebars left the front wheel turns right and then vice versa you turn right the front wheel goes left it's like a backwards bicycle yeah so like he had to learn how to ride that for like a hundred meters or something like that that well as someone who can't ride a regular bicycle <laughs> that sounds equally as impossible Isn't as a regular right bicycle now that like you might have the same shot riding a backwards bike as you do <laughs> riding a normal bike dude i might have an equal shot riding a unicycle as i do a normal bike i think you should just start unicycle. like a weird dr seuss bike yeah i think we talked about this last time did we we have three episodes and we're already <laughs> repeating ourselves <laughs> that's not good it's not ideal that all right what else good. you got on your phone over there what else do i have my phone here Oh, yeah, because 
when you like start going to the gym a lot, you start thinking about like the other things this that like gym podcast play a role. Now. It's not a whole gym this cast, a gym podcast. but just about like how much genetics play a part. Because even that big guy we walk by who bench pressed four thirty, he's yeah. like, like I can bench press this, but like my deadlift is four fifty. And it's like, I can't think of anyone else whose deadlift is only 20 pounds heavier than their bench. Like, that's yeah. maybe someone who doesn't know what they're doing, right? Like, that's yeah, like fucking me. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, so genetics play a part. And I was, like, thinking, like, this might be, like, a bad idea. I don't know. But, like. Hold on. Like, do you actually think that's genetics? Or do you think it's because. He's not training the deadlift as yeah, hard. Yeah. Do you think he's sure. just been benching his whole life? And well, it's just like some people come, like, a, yeah, steroids for sure. But, yeah. like. uh some people become like a lift specialist, right? Yeah. So like if they're like like that guy who bench presses or is trying to go for an 800 pound bench press, he's not fucking deadlifting a thousand pounds. No. You know, he's probably not even deadlifting that much more than like a regular strong person in a gym. Yeah. But he's also probably getting a sick leg workout from all that bench pressing he's doing. Yeah, that's true. He's I remember like watching a, a video where someone uh, talked about how the first uh, – the first injury they got on bench press was uh, tearing a quad from like how much they were straining their legs to all the leg drive that goes into it. But anyways, the whole point of this is like genetics are like based on what our ancestors role was in like the tribe. Right. So you had like hunters and gatherers and I was like, with my genetics, like what role was I? And I think I uh, kept watch. <laughs> like, I think that's what my people, and I think maybe that's why I like, creating because we had a lot of spare time like we were bored and like that's why i like music because we had to like listen really closely for stuff or like maybe we got stuff off like the top shelf in the cave like those are the only two things no i think that your role in the tribe was um to taste all the food to make sure it wasn't poison <laughs> for the rest of the <laughs> for anyone else anytime someone had food you would get a bite of it wait i'm not i'm not sure it's not poison yet. <laughs> it might be. i have another one Oh my god, that was delicious! If we find another one, guys, for sure not poison. Yeah, so good, and that also explains why you've spent your life, you know, trying so hard to like hunt death. You're just like trying hunt to kill death. yourself as fast as you can. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I, I know. I always make fun of you that and you just leave it at that. You um, <laughs> you have like you literally went from like one of the worst things you can do for your heart which is being incredibly overweight uh-huh. to the single worst thing you can do for your heart which is being a power lifter i don't think well no because there's a, a caveat to that being a power lifter on steroids because i think that's what it affects your heart because like lifting's know, actually lifting's actually good for your cardio health it's the fact that people who do steroids they fucking forget that your heart is a muscle so if you're working harder and doing all this shit, that means your fucking heart is like Yeah, that's why they don't bigger. work out their heart. They forget to love. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> their heart shrinks with their balls. <laughs> but no, honestly, I think that's what like you put so much mileage on your heart from like, because you look at like a guy who has too much muscle mass for his frame. You'd have to think about like he has the muscle mass of a guy who would be like 500 pounds right or something so he's putting the same strain on his heart as if he was just a 500 pound guy and then a lot of these people will take steroids and then still eat like shit or like you know not have a clean diet like there's like this one guy i watched on youtube this big jacked black guy very different than jack black <laughs> jacked black guy it's kai <laughs> green this is or jack something black guy he plays a toy saxophone he's but like good. check him out he posted some video of like having like a bunch of heart attacks and being like you know i just on what's going on and then you look back in his videos and it's all fucking mukbangs it's either mukbangs or like trying to lift more weight all right, let's explain to the people at home who aren't fat <laughs> what a mukbang is it's like trying to eat it's like all those videos you see it's like i ate everything i ate every item at the taco bell i ate every item at arby's yeah, like i ate every item at whatever Fifty thousand calorie mukbang yeah it's like and you had a heart attack oh my god how and it's only just the fattest guys or the skinniest women. Those are the only yeah. <laughs> the only people involved in the genre. <laughs> yeah. What job do you think I'd have in the tribe? Like my ancestors? It was for sure something to do with like counting the supplies yeah, or something. Absolutely. I yeah. Was, something I was even that was one of the points I want to talk about because I was just like like I was thinking about a lot about like my childhood and like growing up in a complex this week and I was just like, I wonder like what 
Tim's childhood looked like? Because I could just never imagine you being a kid. Like, here's what I imagined for your childhood. It's like your your sister had like one of those like you know like little fake cashier toys or whatever, and she's like ringing products through, and you're just like in the back like trying to file the taxes or something like that. <laughs> just like I, th- these numbers don't add up. There's nothing. We're gonna have to. You have to lay. <laughs> you have to lay out some employees. Like you go to like a stuffed animal, and you're like, we're gonna have to let you go. Like we can't. The overhead is just you know crippling us. Oh no, I never did math <laughs> because it was easy. Yeah, I, I just yeah, like un- I just like understood it. So we'd be like, do your homework, fine. And then I would just go bang on my homework. And then I would go back down into the basement with chips and dip watching comedy nows uh, sitting on yeah. the couch. Who is your favorite comedy now? Do you remember? Sean Collins. Yeah. S-E-A-N, right? Yeah. I know that guy. Yeah, yeah, he was like a shorter dude. I remember I saw his comedy now and just telling stories about like him and his buddies Tank and Haas going down to the States and like competing in like drinking contests or like mm-hmm. some like anyway there was a part where like Haas was wearing like jean shorts with no underwear underneath and he had a hole in him so it was like balls rocking like a pro- propeller as he swam <laughs> like, I remember that's and great. he sat on the stool the whole time it was just so casual that oh, is man. that's the hardest I probably probably the hardest I've ever laughed in my life that guy's oh, incredible yeah. I, I don't know what he's doing now but I hope he's doing well yeah, him and Jeremy Hotz were the two that just made me cry. Yeah, I, I remember kid. loving uh, Paul Meyerhogs so much. He was so good. That was the one I think I've talked to you about this. He had the adult circumcision bit, where like he got an adult circumcision due to like some medical thing, and then went to uh, a Raptors game. So he had already bought tickets with like his friends afterwards, and he said like at least it was like a good cover for like him to scream for like all the pain that he was going <laughs> through. So he's just like. Offense! <laughs> and then his friends would just be like, uh, Paul, the game hasn't started yet. <laughs> just such a good 90s punchline. Yeah. Oh, man. Dude, it was a fucking phenomenal, but, phenomenal special. Yeah, no, I didn't do shit as a kid. Honestly, I just sat and ate cookies and watched. F- I could come home from school. What was like your dynamic, three- though? You lived in a house, right? Yeah. A lot of kids on the street? Uh, I guess. I don't know. You just didn't hang out with them? (laughs) No windows in the basement, dude. I couldn't (laughs) see. There were kids playing outside. I didn't know. I was, uh, yeah. No, I was just hanging out. Every once in a while, we'd play, like, um, we'd play, like, pick up football in the park or something like that. But, uh, I was always sort of, like, I, I could never organize something like that. I have vivid memories of, like, trying to organize shit. And there's like no one coming. But mm-hmm. if someone else was doing it, I could come and it would be fine. Yeah. Like it was sort of that. See, if they like, needed numbers, I'd get the call. Because I feel like sometimes I get like pity from people when they find out I'm an only child because they think I just like sat alone all the time. But like for me growing up in a complex, I loved it just because if I wanted to be alone, I stayed inside. And the yeah. second I wanted to play with kids... I would just walk outside and there would just be like 20 kids. And if you, you want to play like, Manhunt, this is the organized we had to do. I would go outside and be like, Manhunt! And then like 15 kids would pop up and we would just start playing. That's awesome, dude. Just like a sick. community there of children. It was like living in like a little poor people commune. Like that's what... <laughs> it's like being in a cult of poor people. Yeah, some jerky went down the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah stretch it out. Yeah, stand up. No, you know, sitting is the new... I'm getting uh, a drink. Sitting is the no! new... <laughs> Take my thing. <laughs> Tim's uh, uh Tim's dying <laughs> right now. <laughs> I hope the mic picked up that. Uh, <laughs> I like how uh, the last thing we recorded, we were like <laughs> super drunk and it was late at night, <laughs> and now it's like fucking one twenty eight p.m. and we're reacting the exact same. <laughs> like you're reacting the exact same way. It's like you're the exact same on a mangled from like a light workout. <laughs> A piece of jerky going down the wrong way. Yeah, man. I'm honestly my the role my answer ancestor would have played would have been um dying young. <laughs> I like got, they they just lived long enough to pass along their DNA and then they like got bit by something no, or fell off a cliff. Absolutely not. They would like die in like school because <laughs> like like something would come and then they would just get lost. 
Because like I have thick ass glasses. I'm bow legged. Oh yeah, I'm, my I legs can, are fucked too. I can't do shit. I couldn't. I can't run. Terrible That's like cardio. when I was like a virgin for like a long time until like 23 or whatever. The hardest part for me was just thick. <laughs> Until we, or <laughs> like you know exactly twenty three or like yeah. whatever, just maybe twenty five. Who yeah, knows? Probably close to twenty four. But um, <laughs> probably my twenty fourth year. But I was twenty three. <laughs> but uh, what the fuck was I talking about a second ago? Why was I bringing this up? I have no what idea. What were we talking about? Talking about um how I'm genetically inferior, and I would have like died young before the invention oh, I know. of glasses. I know what it was. Yeah, when I, I was like a of a, fevers as a baby. <laughs> yeah, me too. I think, but like when um. <laughs> Like a 23-year-old virgin, the thing that would make me the most sad is thinking back to, like, literally the only thing all of my ancestors since the beginning of time have in common is that they have fucked. (laughs) All of them. (laughs) Except for me. I haven't done, like, the only thing that my people have always done. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that, that is the only guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. Say what you will about your dad. He fucked. You did fuck. At least once. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and his dad and his dad before him. <laughs> fuckers all of them. Or the mailman fucked. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Either my grandpappy or the mailman. Yeah. The milkman. Like, the mailman fucked your mom and had you. Does that make the mailman your ancestor? I don't know how that shit works. Is that all just genetics? I think ancestors is like... Does Ancestry.com not respect stepdads in any way? <laughs> I don't think so. No. Uh. Right. <laughs> you know, your great-grandfather was Thomas Nicholson, but he was a piece of shit, and so he was raised by Philip Johnson. That's great. <laughs> That's great, yeah. Yeah, put him in the family tree. Yeah. Fuck Thomas. See, then I think that just becomes too weird of a family tree because then it's just like two trees growing close together, and it's just like they're intertwining, and it's like it's not good for the trees. <laughs> that, that's true you need to yeah. raise them on those little sticks do you have anybody in your family who's like super into genealogy and is like uh trace anything back no no so i have an aunt my aunt tootie is like super into it <laughs> yeah my aunt tootie, aunt tootie. Yeah. her real name is dora but she's just always been called tootie she's like my great aunt so like she's traced back like my our hillbilly roots to like the Wait, mayflower tell me that aunt tootie has hillbilly roots yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that name I said, and you like heard a jug in the background, yeah. like. Yeah, no, I know where you're going. <laughs> like a washboard. <laughs> Any excuse you can do, you have to make a. It was a fun a yeah. microphone. Yeah, yeah. it's real good. That's anyway, why I brought so the bit back. Tootie did a research. Tootie did a research. Tootie did a research. Uh, <laughs> it's a scam. Yeah. Uh, no, like we, she traces all the way back to like family members who came over on the Mayflower in like the 1600s. Nice. Like she went far back. That's impressive. Yeah. It's really neat. Did you learn anything? She like at one time, like in the 90s, like there's a red binder at my mom's house that has like all the family trees all the way back to like the 1600s. So like mm-hmm. if I wanted to, I could go back through and it has like a bunch of weird pictures like there's one picture of like my great great grandma and grandpa or like another great in there i don't know but like one of their sons they had like 16 kids one of their sons was struck by lightning and killed under a tree and there's a picture of them both sad standing beside that tree (laughs) with like the caption like (laughs) earl and maple standing beside the tree that killed their son or something like that and they're both just like standing beside it, but like look kind of like mad and sad a little bit. <laughs> if I like, die in a car accident, I want my parents to do that. Like, beside the yeah, car, take a picture next to the wreckage, just looking sad. <laughs> Imagine that's why it takes so long to like get fucking highways cleared after accidents. <laughs> we got to get the pa- parents' picture with the car. Yeah, <laughs> for the that, memories. Want that to be in the well. The, there were no pictures of them. We want something for the obituary. So. <laughs> yeah, your obituary picture is just a picture of your parents beside the car you died in, <laughs> beside a burnt out car. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what the, what the thinking was back then. Why they, why they did that? I'm sure strange. It was, they had 16 kids. They probably weren't that attached. You gotta, you gotta know some of them aren't gonna make it. That's probably why you. That's had why 16. you have six. You're probably yeah. pissed that all of them made it. Like I didn't, I didn't think this many would live. Give yeah, sixteen kids. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. Yeah, I thought we at most we'd have eight. You're just like I fucking for sure have never had sixteen kids worth of food in this <laughs> house. So I don't know where they're getting it from. <laughs> yeah. 
just find you find out like after a couple of years, like actually there were seventeen kids. They <laughs> ate one of them. <laughs> oh my god. We ate the oldest. Well, you know, desperate times call for Yeah, you know, it was the olden days. We worked on a farm. That's far struck living. by lightning. Yeah. You got struck by lightning. We're like, that smells pretty good. Do you hearing about farm life? Like they ever tell you about like how stupid turkeys are? Like uh, turkeys, because at one point my great grandpa he had like they grew tobacco and then they switched to like soybeans and like other stuff. Because you have to rotate rotate the rotate uh, <laughs> you have to rotate the uh, s- the soil right because you can't just grow the same thing because you suck out like corn needs more of one nutrient than something else. So like all the corn will take out that nutrient. So if you keep trying to grow corn, it's not going to grow the same quality corn because the soil doesn't have. Okay. So you have to rotate stuff, like right? Like when you try to use the same Pokemon move over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. It's ineffective. Yeah. yeah. I got you. But uh, so they had turkeys for a little while. And apparently when it would rain, the turkeys would look up to the sky with their mouths open and drowned. <laughs> and my aunt, my aunt Chris, and well, probably Tootie would have to walk <laughs> through the field and like throw out dead turkeys in the morning. And she said like when it would thunderstorm, they would all run into the corners of the pen and like trample each other, each other and shit. Jesus. And the same thing in the, out in the morning, if it like rain, they'd be like, oh, for fuck's sakes. They go out in the morning, just toss out a bunch of dead turkeys. Because <laughs> they're just like the dumbest animal alive. I love the idea of someone looking out their farmhouse <laughs> just and just seeing a field full of turkeys looking up like, get inside, <laughs> you fucking stupid turkeys. We're going to starve to death. <laughs> around shutting turkey mouths you stupid motherfucker dude imagine having to like eat something turkey related related every meal did you just be so your whole life you'd be sleepy imagine like just two years of your life where you're just sleepy the whole time because you just had turkey for breakfast <laughs> ah, they'll sort themselves out yeah. i'll deal with it in the morning Some turkey and gravy fucking 8 a.m <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go back to bed, I think. Oh, no, I'm good. <laughs> Pretty sleepy. Oh, farm life. Farm life. <laughs> farm life's crazy. I think the odds of any of my ancestors being farmers is pretty low. Yeah, what do you think your ancestors did after, uh, <laughs> after what did you say they did in the tribe? Oh, after dying yeah. young? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, after they died young and people are like, are you sure he had a kid before he died? <laughs> Um, I have no idea. I feel like I honestly feel like a decent amount of my ancestry has been like raising other people's children. <laughs> That's fair. That's it's like fair. adopting when like th- when like the strong guy leaves town. <laughs> <laughs> you and, guys have just been like, and then the nice Nicholsons. Actually, one thing I know. <laughs> Is, well, I'm thinking, like, is Nicholson, like, son of Nickel? Like, is there something yeah. there? Yeah, I think so. But this is the only thing I know about my ancestry, and it might be bullshit. But apparently somewhere down the line, there was a Nicholson who was, like, a sheep thief. And, <laughs> and this is uh, this is back when it not was... A, not a cat burglar. He was a sheep thief. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they <laughs> called him back then. Yeah, because it was cold, so he had to wear a parka. <laughs> <laughs> they, um... So... This was back when it was N I C O L S O N. Can I interrupt one more time? I just imagine him sneaking around the same way that Wiley Coyote does when he's trying to like steal a sheep, just like dressed as a sheep the whole time. <laughs> Staccato violin string. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a big dog with hair covering its eyes, <laughs> like on a canyon overlooking. All right, anyways, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, so this was like N I C O L S O N. Yeah. And. He got caught stealing sheep, and so and they he gave him an H. So he was on the lamb, and so what he did was <laughs> instead, of, instead of the <laughs> sheep, <laughs> uh, we have fun. Yeah, we, we have, have fun sometimes. We have fun here. <laughs> uh, so, so what he did to outsmart the coppers <laughs> was he uh, he moved a town over and put an H in his name. Smart. Lived out the rest of his days. Who would be a looking for Nicholson. blank Nicholson? With exactly. Spelled different. Yeah. Like, there's no way they're related. Yeah. Oh, sorry to waste your time, sir. <laughs> We're clearly looking for a different man. <laughs> like, show him your ID. As you can see, there's clearly an H that he wrote yeah, in. It's got that little arrow pointing down <laughs> at the H over top. Uh, <laughs> perfect. That's a clever play. Yeah, it's the only thing I know. It's a clever play. God, it used to be so easy to get away with crimes. If you weren't caught red-handed, you were just fine. 
Yeah, I love, uh, I think Tig had a bit about how you could literally kill someone and then leave a bucket of cum beside them and then like they would, you still would never get caught. You leave as much evidence as you, you want. You can leave as much cum as you want. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never find you, dude. Come everywhere. <laughs> yeah, the murder back then must have been just been fucking, you must have been a lot more scared that like you were going to die. Because like. Right now, I'm not afraid I'm going to get murdered because I know it's like it's a lot harder now. Well, it's not harder to kill not. people; it's harder to get away with it. The thing is, I don't think it is. All right, Tim, freak me out. Tell me, tell me how easy it is to kill people. I honestly think and it's get like, away with it. How would you kill someone to get away with it? Just like stab them and leave. Also, I think a <laughs> I think big. I think it's pretty easy. I think a big secret to murdering people. Um, this feels weird to talk about is uh going after strangers i think oh, yeah. if you if you want to like, like a... if you want to get away with it never kill someone you know yeah absolutely dude you can kill as many strangers as you want they'll never fucking as long as you don't you know i think there's actually a lot that... like a kiss in lipstick on their forehead or something dumb like they'll yeah. never find you or like you know draw puzzle pieces on them or something to like attach yeah. them together like wear a balaclava and stab as many people as you want like doesn't yeah. matter but anyway yeah. Um, I, I mean, please don't do that if you're listening to this, but like... Or fucking do it. Who cares? Um, yeah, you know what? It's 2022. Live your best life. Yeah, mention us in court. Please don't do that part, but... But it could only help our numbers. That's true. Yeah. Any uh, any uh, publicity is good publicity. That's what I'm know? saying. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think as long as you don't like kill someone who lives in the house with you, Yeah. I think you're more or less fine. And you're not still there, and there wasn't like a trail of blood leading from that room back to the room that you're in. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. If I, if I like, drove from Toronto, came here, st- like didn't tell anyone I was coming here, just came here, stabbed you to death, <laughs> and then drove back to Toronto, they'd never find me, unless I w- unless I like cracked, like, under the pressure. Yeah, it would be so easy. Or like my roommate saw you walk in, I was like, "Hey Tim." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I just put yeah. the knife back back behind my back. Like, <laughs> Hey, <laughs> what's going on? Passing through. Yeah, no, I didn't. Not here to stab. <laughs> I just like stab you, and then he comes out and sees me. Then I have to stab him too. <laughs> and then as I'm leaving, your neighbor sees me. I have to stab. <laughs> give them a stab. You're like, <laughs> you're just like fuck. My shoulders getting. I gotta. The next person I stab, I'm doing it with my left hand. Ah. <laughs> I, cop- I should have stretched. I should have. The stretched. cops show up. My right arm is huge. <laughs> Guys, I am pumped up. Dude, how'd you get such big lats? Nothing. <laughs> Did I just leave a, a trail of stabbings back to my doorstep? That's the way to do it. Just yeah. stabbing people out your car. Yeah. Just driving by. Forget you saw me. <laughs> just like playing Grand Theft Auto in real life. Yeah. That's what that would be at Pretty that much. point. One of my favorite little side missions that's not a real side mission that I do in Grand Theft Auto is uh, there's one. I don't even know what this kind of car is called, but it's like. It's like a car that's like low to the ground, but it's like also a truck. You know what I'm talking about? Like it has like a big flatbed at the back of it, but it's like the size, like the height of a car. And I like to try and run people over to like get them to like fall over the hood and catch them in the back like of the flatbed and then see how many people I can collect in the back. (laughs) Cause you can't like, if you stay still for too long, they'll stand up and, and get out. Okay. And so you have to be constantly moving so that they're just like rolling around in the back of the flatbed the whole time. It's like a fun little... Uh, yeah, it's a fun game. Yeah, it's a fun little <laughs> game I, I like to play in a, within a game. Yeah. It's important. That's how you know you've played a game too much when you come up with mini games that are not a part yeah. of the game. Or like when I realized like for weeks that all I was doing in Grand Theft Auto Five is I would like turn the game on and I would drive obeying all the laws to the golf course and play a couple <laughs> rounds of golf and then drive obeying all the laws home and then save. And I was like, I haven't played Grand Theft Auto in weeks. I've been playing let's drive and play golf. Do you like Grand Theft? Do you think Grand Theft Auto is more fun than Bully? Or is Bully number one for you? Oh. It's hard because I think the experience of Grand Theft Auto just lasts longer, especially like Grand Theft Auto Five, just due to like the sheer nature of the size of it. But I think Bully's a better experience for the time you're playing it. But like that being said, I blasted through all of Bully in like 
less than a week, and I think it would take me longer to go through all of uh, Grand Theft Auto. Oh, yeah, dude. You could lose a month to Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, because like, games nowadays are designed to have missions that never go away to keep you playing forever. You know? Like, there is one... I was playing Skyrim one time, and uh, I was doing missions for this one, like, fucking guild or like the dark alliance or something sure and i did like literally like 15 of these assassinations because i thought it was like you do all these and then like you get something yeah and then i like was looking up because i was like i've been doing this for fucking four hours just assassinating people and then it was like oh yeah these just infinitely spawn forever (laughs) just eventually kill literally the million people if you do this oh yeah that was when i played when i played hitman 2 I want to say, or they're no, all free on Game Pass right now. No subtitle, something like that. They um, there's one th- thing where it's uh, you're in a neighborhood and there's like a backyard barbecue party, and oh, you have I've to seen do clips different of that. Yeah. missions through there. I love that. I yeah. love those games. And uh, one day I just spent the afternoon and just killed everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I just killed every person on the map, man, woman, and there's no kids, but. Yeah. And then I just like put them all in the backyard and I looked at them and then turned the game off and left that. <laughs> all right. Job well done. Which, Man. after a while, you really have to fight through the, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. There's like, I get to a point every video game I'm playing where like I'm trying really hard to like level up my character or like I'm grinding in the game to either get my character stronger or get him like smarter or something. Yeah. And I'll just be like playing and uh, <laughs> think, man, if I applied this attitude to my life, I can make the character that is me stronger <laughs> or smarter. But instead, like that guy's really strong. But like I was thinking about this too in terms of when I when I played Fable 2 and you do like the blacksmithing mini game to gain money or like chopping wood. The way it works is like you chop a certain amount of piece or like make a certain amount of swords doing this dumb mini game. Yeah. And then you go up a pay thing. So it's like you get a promotion. So you make more gold. So there's like a reason right. to do it. And um, you can actually make like some decent money. And I was thinking like, man, it's so much easier to like actually, you know, make money in this game than it is real life. And it's like, oh yeah. Cause they don't trap people in, because if this game was accurate, I would just be getting minimum wage for doing this. Yeah. Even if I was working hard, because there is no like actual. Hey, you're doing a good job. Here's more money. When you did? Because this is, I think, a pretty recent change for you. When do you think you started on your like very anti-capitalist, pro-communist sort of stance? I don't when know. When did this happen for you? Because it feels like, like it was during pro, the pandemic. Pro communist. Maybe I think it just bothers me just the idea that some people can be so much worse off than other people. Like I hate Especially because we're the ones worse off. But not even like, oh, I want, you know, billionaires to share their money so like I'll be wealthier. I just like it fucking makes me really sad when I'll be like walking somewhere and I see a guy in a wheelchair with one leg pulling himself with that one leg and then i'll see like a 16 year old asian kid in a lamborghini drive by yeah and i'm like this isn't okay that this is like this and i like all i was watching uh that cheer show i want to say in the future adding in the race really undercutting the argument here yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right well he was like when i see a hard-working white man can't even afford two legs maybe that one-legged guy was asian was he no. <laughs> He's very white. Yeah. He's incredibly white. And the white. driver was incredibly Asian. Been a big fan of saying white. White? Yeah. Like really hitting <laughs> really the really white. Yeah. Well, your people like H's. You know, they've they've saved you in the <laughs> yeah, past, exactly. right? So that's how you get out of problems. Just throw <laughs> an H in there and you're fine. It's epigenetic imprintings what that is. That's good. What were we fucking talking about right before we're talking about you getting into communism? Oh, oh yeah. I like because I was watching that, I realized I'm saying like again. I talked about how I, I hate how You're much a I say that. You're Valley Girl, dude. Yeah, that's just who I am. You're I, just a California. I watch too much blood. reality TV. Probably, but um, yeah. I was watching this cheer show, and there's like this one guy who 
does the stunts like jumps around but hates doing the dancey stuff because he's like this like tough black kid he doesn't want to do like am i undercutting my argument against no no you're fine okay but like he's just like i don't want to be a little i don't want to i don't want to dance that's he thinks that's like gay he doesn't want to yeah do that shit but he just does cheer because that's what gets him out of the bad situation this is what he got a scholarship for to get away from a situation but it's like why do we have a bad situation that people have to get away from yeah why does this poor guy have to cheerlead when he doesn't <laughs> want to <laughs> well it's it's just it sucks that the world we live in for a lot of people is work really find your thing work really really hard to get out of this yeah. to break out of this and why, that, what if that they is an undertold to story in? cheerleading your way out of the hood <laughs> you know yeah they don't talk about that a lot well i mean like any sport and like football stars and stuff a lot of the times they're just trying to work to like get out of shitty situations yeah you know and then they become the greatest in the world i guess maybe maybe that's why the disparity exists because it creates greatness but it sucks for everybody else that it doesn't create greatness with yeah because there's a lot of people who just sell used cars yeah speaking of um the asian kids in lamborghinis Mm -hmm. i remember i was trying to find like a minimum wage job and I just couldn't get hired anywhere. And I saw these four Lamborghinis of different colors like mm-hmm. riding down the street together as like a pack. And uh and then one of them stopped at a red light and the other ones weren't paying attention and the one behind him just smashed right into the back of his <gasps> oh, Lamborghini. I love that. It was I remember it was one of those I looked around and everyone sort of on the sidewalk was like fuck yeah. Yeah. Sick. And then they they got out and they had no idea what to do. And the one kid was freaking out. I love that. They're and like 17. They don't. That reminds me of like a, uh, a revelation that you actually gave me about, because I've always hated the rich. Thing. Please don't be a race thing. No, it's not a race <laughs> thing. It's, uh, cause it's about white people, I think, mostly. White. But uh, white people, mostly. But because uh, I've always hated the rich. And you explained to me that you don't hate the rich. You hate old money, not new money. Or no, the other way around. No, no, it is that way. You you hate old money because it's like you didn't fucking earn that. Yeah. But like, there's no reason to disparage someone who with new money. Sometimes, I that mean, be, if you got be, your new money through like NFTs or like Bitcoin or something, I'm I've, not like you're a hero. I've changed my uh, thoughts on that. Yeah. I think a little bit because like Bezos is new money, and. No, he's not, because his parents were rich. They like got him off the ground with his uh, company back in the day with like a hundred thousand dollar loan. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Fuck I him. just i <laughs> I just mean like someone someone like Bezos, who I wouldn't consider like self made because of that. Like that's huge. so distracting. What you're doing. What, my feet? Yeah, you're just slowly <laughs> rotating both your feet. I just rotate my feet, dude, all the time. <laughs> I wonder how many calories I burn from just this motion just eight. all day. Eight. <laughs> you burn eight. You're rotating your ankles. That's <laughs> true. Well, there's like muscles there. He's got muscles there, right? You getting gains off that, bro? I'm going to have jacked ankles. Yeah. Get some creatine in you. This is how you, uh, this is how you get cankles, actually, is you do this <laughs> exercise. You know, because people work out for cankles. That's how you yeah. Get it's like how Jason Statham says he gets his works out his jawline by chewing gum all day. That's insane. Do you know how he works out his jawline? Uh, HGH, and that's why his face looks like that. Does, it's the same reason Joe Rogan's face looks weird. Did Jason Statham take HGH? They all take anytime there's like a jacked guy in a movie. He's for sure taking some sort of supplementation. Yeah, I especially want- when it's like he goes from like. Not Jack to Jack in like four months. And yeah, who's like, been eating a lot of chicken and rice? I'm like, yeah, with fucking Trenbolone shot into the chicken or something like Trenbolone? that. Trenbolone. It's like a really intense uh, anyone who testosterone. Know, anyone who knows the names of this stuff has definitely considered it. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. If I would consider like those steroids, if there weren't like a long lasting effect with like if you take testosterone then you have to take testosterone for the rest of your life because your body stops producing it yeah i saw a video of a guy he did like steroid creams and Mm -hmm. he like worked his way down because he wanted to like wean himself off of them and then he basically went like no moisture because his body doesn't create its own moisture anymore that happened my friend's uh sophia and then he just like his 
he looks like he's recovering from a sunburn over his entire body. Yeah, she'll All post photos where I'm just like, you look like you're 60 years old here, but you're younger than me. Because like her skin is like, because she had to go, she's going through topical steroid withdrawal. Like that's what it's called. What's the benefit to topical steroid? I Well, the benefit that they're having for so long with like, it's good for like skin rashes, I think, a lot of the time. Oh. Like steroids are very beneficial. It's the people who abuse steroids that make them look bad. Just try to crack my neck into the mic. I don't know if they picked that up. <laughs> I don't know. Just shove it in the heater next time. <laughs> <laughs> Pretend that's the sound your neck makes when it cracks. I would like, I don't. The one I have considered on some low nights has been testosterone, just mm. because I love the idea of being able to grow a sick beard. Oh yeah, dude, sick beard to be. I would love nice. sick beard and like not having man tits. <laughs> but see, the sad part is the second you get off TRT, then you get even bigger. I know man tits. It's heartbreaking. But like I work with the guy sometimes who, who the big does problem with baby face is when it comes along with baby body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one wants baby body. You don't want baby body. Baby face, you can get away with like baby people, body. It's <laughs> tough. You've never heard someone go, aw, when yeah. like thinking about someone's baby body. I don't think that baby body. I, I want to <laughs> fuck that baby body. I have little legs that curl up when I'm lying on my back. <laughs> <laughs> I have yeah. wrinkly elbows. Yeah, no real baby body. No one wants that. Mm-mm. Sorry, you were saying? <laughs> I don't fucking know. What <laughs> I interrupted I was you. Are we done? I think we're, yeah, I think we're done. Are we done? How long has it been? I think it's been a while. Did this recording work? Dude, it's been two hours. Wait, no, no, it's not. No, it's an hour. Oh, dude, an hour and two minutes. I'm getting pretty good at. Dude, we're crushing it. I'm pretty, getting pretty good at Do you have any bits you want to work on done. or do you want to just call it? I don't think so. I don't think I have any. I have, I have my notebook at home. Do you have bits you want to work on? I have one thing that we'll get out of here. Is this how we're going to end every podcast is running bats? Until comedy comes back. This is all I have, Tim. Right. Um, it's just something about, uh, <laughs> like, my opinion on stuff shouldn't matter just because I'm I'm very stupid and easily influenced. Like, if, I, if someone came up to me who was wearing a lab coat and they told me that um, they worked for, like, the telephone companies or something and... It's actually like anything about telephones is like it's all a scam. Like telephones are actually magic. They've just been pretending that it's not magic because <laughs> you can't you can't let people know that there's magic in the world. So it's like this giant cover up. I would yeah. like believe it. Yeah. If like an actual scientist or something's like, yeah, actually, I work at Bell Canada and uh, magic. Yeah. Well, it's absolutely. That's how I feel about flat earthers. Yeah. So I just like I have a lot of dumb opinions. So if I also have a dumb opinion about something else. I'm just dumb. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I'm dumb. You want me to apologize for being dumb every yeah. time I have a bad opinion? It's like people expect dumb people to not have opinions. Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to just be like, never mind, I'm stupid. <laughs> I don't get to think because I'm not good at it. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to think and I'm going to suck at it and you're going to hear about it. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I have just as much right to voice my opinion as someone who's like smart and knows shit. Yeah. Yeah, just because I'm not as smart as you doesn't mean I'm not as loud as you. Exactly. Sometimes I'm even louder oh, because dude. I'm not as smart. Yeah. I'm worried <laughs> I'm not smart, so I yell. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm. That's the. If I can't, it it boils down to if I can't be smart, at least I can be loud. Yeah. But that's what honestly what that's what every of, the whole world is. That's what like you know, n- smart people or whatever people who at least think they're smart. They're like, yeah, don't they honestly want dumb people to shut up. Yeah. Like, fuck you. <laughs> what do you That's mean? That's not fair. Yeah. yeah. That's like asking ugly people to wear a bag on their head all day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you you were born ugly, so cover it up, pal. Yes. I don't want to have to deal with that. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to have like, to deal with your ugly face yeah. or your bad opinions, you yeah. dumb ugly I don't want to have to deal with that thing that you struggle with every day. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, oh, you have to st- I have to deal with it. You have to deal with it. Yeah, I have to be dumb every day. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can deal with it for a tiny I, fraction I, of yours. I have to. When, if I'm at a friend's house I, and they have a can opener, I'm not familiar with. I have to stand there with a can in one hand and a can opener in the other, and reconsider my lunch. <laughs> yeah. That's my bur- cross to bear. When they're That's like, "Oh yeah, it's in the, 
it's in the drawer and you open the drawer and it's one of those weird ones that just has like a triangle at the top of it but yeah. you're like I don't even know what part of this connects to the can hey, am I supposed to open this up like apple juice like poke <laughs> holes in both sides and pour my <laughs> chef boyardee out yeah, the funnel yeah. this is chunky soup this isn't going to come out this way dude I've definitely like just poked a whole bunch of holes in the top of something because I couldn't figure out if it makes you feel better I've definitely opened a can with like a uh, like a full out chef's knife before <laughs> Like just holding, <laughs> I for sure have been holding a can in one hand, like on the counter, and a big, huge knife in the other hand, and was about to stab the can and thought, like, I should get the other hand out of here. <laughs> so then I was just free, <laughs> free forming it, stabbing like a fish that's not dead. Yeah. So I would like this was I think during the time in lockdown <laughs> when I was still in Toronto. And the only food I could buy was Chef Boyardee at a Dollarama because everything else was sold out. So I'd literally just maybe like four, like, like right in there. And then like try and get them to piece together enough where I could like wrench it open with a, like a butter knife or something. And you're telling me you left the city? What, yeah. what about that made you not want to stay? In the greatest city in our nation. I was homeless inside. <laughs> yeah. And I was... this. <laughs> I was indoor homeless. Yeah. I've been indoor homeless in many different ways, in many different spots in, in uh, Toronto, and I think I was just over it. Yeah. Like, I was indoor homeless sharing a living room with a man. I was indoor homeless in a place with no heat. Indoor homeless in that place where I didn't have a can opener. The yep. easiest one to fix, for sure. The last one. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the dollar store sells those too. <laughs> yeah, I when I was buying the Chef Boyardee, I literally could have bought a can opener. But instead, I literally almost stabbed myself yeah. multiple times instead. Oh, fuck. Being dumb's the best. This isn't like a bit, but it's in the same vein as yours. I'm just like, people expect me to be like a good person. They like want you to be a good person. But you have to understand... I have so little money and so little power in the world mm-hmm. that how good a person I am affects nothing. Yeah. Absolutely zero. I think that's a the thing that pushes me towards the anti-capitalist ideas too. Another big flop uh, flip in my life is- uh, Flip-flop? Yeah, flop. Yeah, flop yeah, works too. flopping. Another big flip-flop is uh, I don't care about any employer. Yeah. And I hate all of you. Like the second you employ me and you're paying me, I don't give a fuck about your dumb, stupid business. Like it just doesn't matter to me anymore. (laughs) Nothing about an employer. Why why you've been so indoor homeless. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Someone hires you, be like, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. Would you like to work for a living? How about suck my dick? Yes, pussy. I mean, like, if I like the boss, I won't go out of my way to ruin the company. But at the end of the day, if they're, I would. The idea of going above and beyond to me just seems like the dumbest thing in the world. Like I will do what I'm told to do and nothing past that. You expect a guy to be like picking up a broom, sweeping? Not this guy. I'll be in the bathroom pooping. I will not be sweeping. I'll be, ba- I'll be in the bathroom masturbating. <laughs> you guys need me? I'll be jerking up in there. <laughs> just like customers walking around. Just like, <laughs> like, <laughs> plugging in your headphones as you're walking down the... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's probably fine. <laughs> yeah, what a good ending. All right, yeah, it's, it's fine. All right, that's right. yeah, the podcast. All right, goodbye. Wait, how everybody. much of this was like us recording before we started? You think? Oh, when I, like, when no, I, like like a couple minutes. Okay, it's not too much. No, <laughs> I like how this all stuff we could have said <laughs> off. And edit it out, but we'll just leave it. All right, guys, that's it for this week. Uh, Tune in next week. Maybe we'll have a different name. I don't know. All right, see you guys later. Goodbye.